Hello, I'm Rupert Bell with my latest Racing UK radio podcast. This week we'll be hearing from one of the rising stars of Irish racing who will be out to make another big impression at next week's Ebor meeting, Gary Carroll. Before that, let's reflect on two major stories from last week. First up, the news that the Sussex Stakes was Canford Cliff's last race. Richard Hannan and Richard Hughes were convinced at the time that something clearly was not right with the brilliant four-year-old, and their hunch proved right. And the anticipated rematch on Kipco Champions Day at Ascot with Frankel is not going to happen. But whilst his last run was not what everyone wanted, he will still be remembered fondly by all, particularly for his efforts at Royal Ascot. Three wins in three different races is a rare achievement, with the final one a wonderful performance in accounting for Goldicova. The other major news is that Barry Hills will bring the curtain down on his career at the Ebor meeting and hand over the reins to his 32-year-old son, Charlie. It's probably no surprise as Barry has been battling with ill health, a career that has produced over 3,200 winners, including 11 classics, countless Group 1 winners, and for son Charlie, it will be a hard act to follow. So whilst the Ebor meeting will be an end of an era, for Irish apprentice Gary Carroll, the meeting could prove further confirmation that he is a young jockey going places. Two years after he hit the headlines as a young apprentice by riding the winner of the Tote Sport Ebor on his first ride on turf in the UK, Carroll is hoping for more glory at the meeting. Carroll's father rode the first winner to be owned by J.P. McManus and will be heading to the Naysmar bidding to add a Group 1 success to his CV, thanks to the flying mare Invincible Ash. She's trained by his boss Michael Halford, and Carroll, joint champion apprentice in Ireland, has been reflecting with Mike Vince on that memorable day two years ago, his love of York and his hopes this year that he can make it to the winner's enclosure again. I was going well, I was going okay up to then and the next thing, at my first ride for Willie Mullins and I finished third on a horse that he didn't really, just wanted to give a run to and he was very happy with the way I rode that day and next thing I got to call up for the Eber, which was great. And you'd never, I suspect, experienced anything like it before. A huge field, packed crowds at York. Um, something very different. Well, it was my first ride in England. I rode um, as a, on my first year, I rode in Wolverhampton during the winter. I went over for, for one ride. But uh, it was my first ride in England on the turf anyway. Um, on the big day and the big crowds there. And it was unbelievable as so it was. And how long did it take to sink in? Because I remember talking to you afterwards and I just got the feeling I said, you didn't quite realise the magnitude of what you'd achieved. I haven't, no. Um, I have the picture up in the, in, in the hall on the way in and every day I walk, back, walk past it and have a look again at it. <laughs> and clearly now, you're like Oliver Twist and everybody else, you want some more. And obviously going back to York this year, hopefully with Invincible Ash for the Numthorpe, it'll be a wonderful trip down memory lane for a young man. Uh, York is a, is a beautiful place and I, I'd love to, I, I was glad to get there last year to have another ride in the Eber. Um Hopefully um, Vince Blash will go for the Nuntarp now and the Eber again. I must, I must go through the entry to see can I find something first. But clearly now, you know, as champion apprentice in Ireland, you are getting more opportunities. But still the experience of a race like the Ebor is, is like nothing else, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. You'll, you'll never find there's such a hype up to it. Some of them big heritage handicapped are the, the main feature the whole weekend. Even though there's group ones and things on, everyone's still hyping up for the Ebor handicap. And the Invincible Ash having won on Derby Day at the Curra, back to his best. And bear in mind, the Irish, of course, won it last year, albeit with a 100 to 1 shot. He's going to go to the Nunthorp with a big chance. Please, God, yeah, she loves five furlongs where they go real fast. She loves that and she loves fast ground. 
Um, she's been a very good filly. She owes me nothing. Um, I've ridden six winners on her two listed races, Group Three, and I won the Scurries last year on Derby Day. She uh, she's going to be a very good broodmare when she does retire, and I'm looking forward. To, look, she she deserves her chance in it. Just great to hear about you know your family's involvement with racing, and your father apparently rode J.P. McManus's first ever winner. So, but he must be proud of what you've achieved, and I suppose even for, for your whole family, the picture of you winning at York that day is still one that they'll cherish. Without a doubt, yeah, the whole family, uncles, aunties, everyone, they all follow me, They're all, all, I always get text messages saying good luck or well done, um, the whole family follows racing and it's great, to, it's great, to, it's a great honour to be able to fulfil what my father has done and, and, and hopefully do better maybe. A very confident Carol, but it will be a tough ask, particularly if Hoofit's connections supplement the stunning winner of the Stewards' Cup. The meeting will be a very special one, and if you can't get there, Racing UK cameras will be, as they will be at Newbury this weekend for the week's feature meeting. Enjoy your racing week.